It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 292 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo Community Podcast. This episode is titled, Moving Right Along. It is January 29, 2021, and this is Jen. And for this episode, I'm going to start out with some updates that have been made to Shattered Soulstone. If you missed it, the new Shattered Soulstone logo was released. It is on our Twitter account. It was drawn by me, probably a little bit later, uh, on the Twitter account as the avatar. It's also in the banner, so it all kind of fits together now in a way that maybe it didn't before. So that's there, if you've been looking at it. It's also on the Shattered Soulstone Facebook group, and it's uh, also on our website. So ShatteredSoulStone.com has gotten a new theme that I think fits thematically with Diablo. It's a dark theme. It's got white print. It's got the banner that you see on the Twitter account on the actual website, and it's pretty easy to navigate. So I think it'll be okay. I kind of like the way it looks. It just it just feels better with like that darkness considering the Diablo games in general. So you can check that out at ShatteredSoulStone.com whenever you like and catch any episodes that you missed on there as well. The Discord link has been added to the Shattered Soulstone blog. It's in the link at the top that says about the show and that can take you also to where where to find our twitter account and facebook stuff and all of that so that's something that's been worked on a little bit since the last show and it took a while to find a theme because it doesn't seem like people who make themes for wordpress consider gaming at all so you've got all these like themes that are set for businesses that are trying to sell something and little fancy blogs that remind me of Tumblr. Um, and I don't have anything against Tumblr. I've had a Tumblr account in the past just to see what the site was about, but it just didn't fit, you know, Diablo stuff. So we found one and it's there and you can check it out and see how that looks to you. And from there, I'm going to go on to my week in gaming, which wasn't a lot of actual gameplay because it's been raining here and Sean and I live in a mobile home, which can sound like you're on the inside of a tin can when the rain hits it. It's a lot of metal and a lot of water hitting and we're in California. So the amount of rain we're getting is a lot for California, but probably not that big a deal in most other places in the United States. But here it is. So... It's really hard to record anything that requires audio and clear audio while all that volume is going on around you. So I didn't get to really do actual gameplay of Diablo 3 this uh, week in between last show and this one. So instead, I started putting some of my Diablo gameplay videos onto my YouTube page. It's at Book of Jen. That's the YouTube 
And I've got a playlist for season 22. I think there's like seven or eight maybe videos on there right now that have been released as podcasts with the exception of one of them that was too long to do as a, as a podcast. So I just stuck it on YouTube. And I'll be adding more as time goes by because this is what I do. I've got a couple other playlists on there and it's just fun for me to do. And then you can kind of see what I'm up to in game without me giving you every tiny little detail about it. <laughs> and that's like, you know, free to to watch free to check out just get everything else on youtube i'm not like affiliated or a partner or anything like that it's it's just fun that's all it is so if you if you like that you can find it there you can also find it on bookofgen.net where the podcast versions of the gameplay are released first the newest gameplay video i released is an as a podcast episode is one that i actually recorded a while back and i just got busy and didn't have time to put it on youtube and and all of that and i did release it as a podcast i think originally and it's my barbarian, I'm playing a barbarian, softcore this time because I thought it would be quicker than hardcore. Uh, I'm not sure that it is, but it's still fun because it's a barbarian. And I had her go through the ruins of Sesheron to get Kanai's Cube, which, as many of you know, has four slots this season instead of three. And I started putting some stuff in it, but nothing too significant yet. And I just really want to like take a ton of hours and just play through as much of season 22 as I can the next time I get the opportunity to do so. And that's probably about it for my week in gaming. I didn't get to do a lot, like I said, but there's stuff and there's other videos I've recorded that will go up as podcasts probably this week. Maybe not all of them in one day, but they'll get there. And so there'll be stuff, you know, you can check out if you want to see what I'm doing in game. Moving on, I'm going to talk about the community aspect of the Diablo community and some of that you can find on Twitter and different places but one of the things that I really love is that the Diablo account has been highlighting people in the community podcasts individuals people who are making art people who are streaming Diablo all this kind of stuff and just today the 29th they featured Westmarch workshop podcast and on their Twitter, and I assume if they're if Diablo's on Facebook, I assume they put it there too. But what they wrote was a really nice little blurb about Nineball and Leviathan, who are the hosts of the West March Workshop. And there's a link to it. And it looks really cool. Like there's a piece of art that I know has been a Diablo asset art. Like you could find it on the Diablo official website if you're looking through like the art and the media stuff. That's been there for a very long time. And then off to the side, they've got the logo for West March Workshop and it says Community Spotlight West March Workshop Podcast. I think that's really cool. I know earlier they were like they've highlighted other podcasters that are doing Diablo stuff. They've highlighted streamers and things like that. But West March Workshop was today and I thought that was really cool because I think that you know I think it's just been recently that Diablo has been actively seeking people who are making content regarding the games or about the games or that sort of thing and highlighting it on their social media which i don't remember them doing this much in the past or maybe ever so it's a really nice step that does show that they do want to reach out to content creators and the community and highlight things and then we can all check out you know stuff that we knew and maybe went oh yeah i wanted to go check out their last episode or hey i haven't heard of this person let's go see what they're doing with diablo stuff and i think it's great so if you follow the Diablo account, probably on all of socials that they're on, you can find all this good stuff too. Leviathan is still making videos of the technical alpha for Diablo Immortal. He's got a 
bunch of them that are dungeons in Diablo Immortal that are relatively short videos, and some of them have some lore. They start with this wonderful art and usually a bit of a story. The one that he highlighted um, and posted on his Twitter account today is the Kikuras Rapids Hell 2 Dungeon, and he said in his tweet, which I'll paraphrase, that it didn't have any story implications, but it showed off a lot of really interesting different mechanics with the raft ride. You end up getting on a raft and having to fight off enemies that either jump onto your raft or, you know, slam into your raft or are off on the sides of the water trying to kill you. And it's really neat. Like, it didn't look like the other dungeons where it's like, run through, kill this, find that. This was a little different and you had to stay with the raft until it dropped you off, really. Like, literally dropped you over the edge and it was kind of neat. And I'm hoping that interesting game mechanics like that will be a big part of Diablo Immortal just to make it interesting and a little different because a lot of dungeons can be kind of the same after a while. So it's it's cool to watch. It's a really good it's a really good video and it's short and he's got a bunch more if you like those and they're all on his YouTube page. Riker has released on January 27 a lore episode and it's called Who Created the Skeleton King? It's part of his Diablo Lore Explained series. This one is number 12. And so he's going into great detail about the Skeleton King, uh, King Leoric. This is one of the most iconic characters in the game. Started out in Diablo 1, you had to go kill the Skeleton King without really knowing much lore about who the heck that was or why you care. Way back in the day in D1, that's, that's how far back the Skeleton King goes. So there's a, about a 13 minute video that Riker did specifically on this lore. And he always does a good job with his videos of explaining things. And I think he does a good job with the lore as well. So if you don't know much about the Skeleton King, that would be a good video to watch to kind of catch up and, and well, see who created the Skeleton King as the title of his video is. The Darkening of Tristram event is still going on today That I'm as I'm recording this. It is January 29th. And so the Darkening of Tristram ends at the end of January every year. And if you missed it, you missed it. And you have to come back next year and, and try again if you missed it completely. Or if it's something you enjoy, you have a few more days uh, from the time I'm recording this to get it done or to run around in there and enjoy it before it disappears for another year. And it looks like, according to the information on the Diablo website about Darkening of Tristram, the event is going to end on January 31st at 4 p.m. PST. And after that, it's done. So go in there, get the pets, get the blood shard thing and you know, all that good stuff. And then maybe you won't care about next year unless you didn't finish the objectives, because that's always something you can do with that. I think it's fun. I go do it every year. No matter what, even though I've got every special piece of loot or whatever one could get from this. And uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And I like the, I like that it feels like Diablo 1, which is the game I started playing on when I first learned about the Diablo series of games. There is a thing, however, that uh, Diablo did tweet, and it is about the Book of Cain pet, which is a pet you can get, I think, if you complete the entire season journey in season 22. It's literally the Book of Cain. Like, they made a Book of Cain a while back 
that's an art book, but also a lore book and has fantastic art in it. It's got little pieces of story about the game from Deckard Cain's point of view. Some of that book is his writing to Leia or Leah. Am I getting it wrong? I'm crossing Star Wars and Diablo now, but you know who I mean. Um, essentially his little niece or his uh, adopted daughter, basically. And it's a really interesting thing just to flip through just for the art alone. The little pet that you can get has the book. It is the book. And it's got little legs sticking out of the bottom and little arms sticking out of the side. And it's got the staff that Deckard Cain tends to hold. And you can see a beard hanging out the bottom of the book. And they've turned like the imagery on the front of the actual Book of Cain sideways. So there's like this sort of little demonic face that's like staring out at you. And it's carrying little scrolls in like a little... You know, off the top of it and across the back of it kind of tied on there and so it's the book of Cain pet it's literally the book and so the Diablo account wrote read not the book of Cain pet he is filled with organs instead of words and I really want this thing and I'm having a hard time like getting time to go after it and get it done in, in season 22 before it ends but I'm going to give it a try I'm really going to give it a try and one of somebody responded to the tweet from Diablo saying such a cool looking pet and Diablo responded with all you need to do to win over humans is give something limbs and a face so easy because <laughs> now we all want this thing right it's pretty neat it's a neat little pet we have a bunch of stuff from Max Roll, which is a website that is all about the different Diablo games. And they usually have very detailed articles guiding you through things that would be important if you're playing, you know, any of the Diablo games. If you're, you know, whatever you're trying to do in the game, there is specifically a blog post called Diablo 3 Complete Set Dungeon Guide. It is written by someone named Facefoot. I'm not familiar with that person, but the guide is very, very detailed. Now, as far as I can tell, this is about the set dungeons, and you do have to complete a set dungeon as part of the season journey. Not all of the sets have a set dungeon attached to them, and this season... I think all of the classes are getting as the freebie set, as we call it, as you finish parts of the season journey, the new sets that came out recently. Like the Barbarian gets the Horde of the 90 Savages, which I've seen one piece of last season and have yet to see because I haven't gotten that far yet. But like I said, I'll get there. And all the other classes have the new set there. But no one made a set dungeon for any of the new classes. So what you're going to have to do is... Get your free set and then start farming for another set so you can take it into a set dungeon and complete that set dungeon because you can't do it with the new sets as cool as they seem to be. So that's something to consider and that's like highlighted really early on in this blog post. There's also uh, instructions on how you can get to your set dungeon. And I've done probably at least one video and some blog stuff about that. Like you have to wear the set that corresponds to the set dungeon you wish to fight in and hopefully successfully complete. And you need to wear it to the Tome of uh, Tome of Dungeons, I think it is. What is it called? Something like that. It's in Leoric's castle 
<laughs> mansion, you know. Um, so typically you'd go in and there's all these like skeletons and stuff that are going to fight you. But there's this one room where there's nothing in it and there's a podium and some bookshelves. That's where you want to go. And when you get to that podium, you have to be wearing the entire set or nothing happens. If you're not wearing the set, you can't pick up the clue that comes from the podium to help you find where to go to get to the set dungeon. And I've made that mistake before. But what you can do is just put on armor that's good enough to get you through that, depending on whatever difficulty you're playing and how many Paragon you have and all that. And then when you get to the podium, just change. So that way, if you're playing hardcore, you don't have to worry about dying before you get there and losing your whole set and having to start over. I mean, it, it works for that. So you get a clue, uh, and you can pick up the thing and stick it in your bag if you want to refer back to it. And it's a little bit cryptic, and you're kind of guessing from the clue, like, where in Sanctuary am I supposed to go to find this thing? And if you, if you only play one class, you probably have a good idea where all those are, or maybe you've forgotten because you haven't gone there in a bit, or you switch classes. But in any case, you got to go get that. Then you go running around the area that you think it's in to find the set dungeon. And when you get close enough, this pillar with like a face on it pops up and spawns a green portal. And that's the set dungeon. That's where you need to go in and get it. But again, you have to have the corresponding set that goes with the set dungeon or you can't get in and you can't complete it and you won't get, you know, that part of the season journey done and, and all that stuff. There's rewards for different things. They've got uh, advice on how you should, you know, what uh, gear you should use. And there's um, some videos on how to complete the set dungeons for different classes in there, no matter which one you're playing. So if I know a lot of people hate these, I've heard a lot of people complain that they just hate the set dungeons and really wish that was not part of the season journey. Some of them are difficult. Some of them are easier and it just depends on, you know, what you're good at and how successful you've been, I suppose. But it's possible to do, and I really believe that this Diablo 3 Complete Set Dungeon Guide will help people, especially if they're new or if they're doing a class that they haven't played in a while. So you can check that out. Everything I talked about here is going to be linked to in the show notes at ShatteredSoulStone.com to make it easier for you to find. In addition, Max Roll has a very focused blog titled Rathma Skeletal Mage Necromancer Guide, and that's by Rex Antarax, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. There's, a, there's actually a disclaimer at the top of this one underneath some very cool art with the uh, necromancer and some skeletons with glowing eyes. It says, disclaimer, there is no reason to play this build unless you got it from your season journey reward. Please, for your own sanity, switch as fast as you can to the Legacy of Dreams Skeletal Mage Rat Necromancer. <laughs> That's the advice. And so there's a core setup and there's a little description of benefits and things that aren't so good with the set that they're talking about or maybe the set that they're telling you not to use. And you can just go through there if you really want to give it a try, if you really want to do the Necromancer set dungeons. I've done all of them. I've done four. So that's, I think you only get four set dungeons per class, I think. And I did them a while back. So I'm not sure exactly, you know, what's different now or if they've changed it. But it looks like Rothma, like the Rothma set with some other stuff and... You know, it could be good. It could be done if you if you want to do it. But I personally could do all four of the Necromancer set dungeons. So it can't be that hard. You know, <laughs> it can't be that hard if I'm able to just go through and do them. And in, within a season, I just did it for fun because it was a challenge. And I kind of like that sort of thing. And there we are, you know. 
there's another one on Max Roll, and this one is written by Rob. It's called Raycor H-O-T-A Barbarian Guide, and it has to do with the Legacy of Raycor set that allows Fury-spending attacks to deal tremendous amounts of damage by consuming Furious Charge stacks. And it shows you what you need, uh, how much, you know... Benefits of the thing, what skills you should use, things that don't work as well maybe as you might hope, all kinds of stuff. So many details in here. And if you just want to really just do exactly what they say with any of these set builds, you'll probably do well. And that's the newest three things that they have on Max Roll. But there's they're always adding more, and there's probably stuff they posted in between last time I did a show and this time that maybe are more detailed or focused on the class you're doing. So you might want to go back and check those out. But it seems to me that a lot of the people involved in Max Roll know what they're doing. And there are, a lot of them are the same people that are doing the Danctuary podcast, which I haven't seen post an episode in a bit, but I'm sure they'll get back to the when they're ready or when they have something to talk about as a group or something like that. So it's, I think it's a legitimate site and I think it's interesting. And I think that this is from people that know what they're doing. These are like experts in the field, so to speak, about what to do in Diablo 3 and, and various other games. So it's it's well worth it. Not every website talking about Diablo can give you these amount of details, in my opinion. So this is a good one. Go there, check that out if you need to. And I don't have a whole lot of other things to talk about other than this. If you have any suggestions for things you want me to talk about that have to do with Diablo games or the lore or that sort of thing, you can leave a comment on the blog post that will be attached to this podcast at ShatteredSoulStone.com and I will attempt to read that and see what I can do about it. But other than that, as I said before, I really couldn't play Diablo much because I wanted to record it. And we had a tremendous amount of rain that literally sounded like a drumbeat across the top of the house and off the sides. And it was bad enough where the rain was coming in and we're like sticking towels in the windows kind of thing. And I know it probably sounds pretty normal if you live in an environment where rain is common for months at a time. But here in California, it was just kind of annoying. And I'm hoping to record later because it has stopped raining for the moment. As far as other media, I haven't done a heck of a lot of stuff in other media. But I have started playing Hearthstone again, which I don't know exactly what made me want to play Hearthstone again. But I decided to give it a try. I got a new tablet for Christmas. And I know Hearthstone is like geared for tablets. So I tried to put it on there. And I can get the app to sit there, but it doesn't start. It, like, shows me a wonderful little intro video. And then it wants me to sign in. And I go to sign in, and nothing happens. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I need an update. So I did an update. Didn't change. Uh, tried something else. Didn't change. Couldn't figure out why Hearthstone wasn't working. So I went to the forums the Hearthstone forums and kind of poked around to see if I could find a reason as to why this game that was made for tablets wasn't working on mine. And it was a little confusing as to what the answers were. It seemed like some of the potential problems had to do with certain, like what phone carrier you're using, you know, like, I don't know if they said T-Mobile or Sprint or whatever it was being a problem and some other stuff I didn't understand. And I'm like, okay, I'll just put it on my computer and try that instead. And it worked. Now, it's been like years since I've played Hearthstone, and the game has changed tremendously since I'd played it. It 
now gives you little rewards as you level up in some way and it's it's you're not like necessarily leveling up your your deck or the class that you know like you're not leveling up your mage or whatever but as you play you get these little like scroll things and then they add up and you get rewards on this little map and sometimes it's gold and sometimes it's actual card packs you can open for free and there was like a card back in there and just all this other stuff and I was not expecting so many little rewards. That was kind of cool. I That was not a thing the last time I started playing it. So it was kind of nice to at least have the game acknowledge, hey, you did a something, here's a reward. You know, that kind of thing. It, it's just, it's just kind of neat that they're doing it that way. I also feel like the quests they give you, they're really easy to see when you complete them. You don't have to like, I last time I played, I felt like you had to go back and look and see, okay, I have to put this many cards of this type on the board. How many do I have now? Okay, I'll go try again. You know, that kind of thing. It just has a little thing that shows up in the corner when you get it done, which is really nice. And then there's a section you can go to to click on whatever quest you finished or whatever achievement you finished to get some sort of reward or something out of that. And that's new. So even if you're like me and you're terrible at Hearthstone, you can still get stuff from this game. Now, that said, I did start out extremely frustrated with it because if you leave Hearthstone for a while and you don't come back to it until, like, I don't know if it's been a couple years maybe for me, um, all your decks are dead. Because the ones in them have been moved from the ranked play to wild play. And if you want to get the card back, you got to do ranked is my understanding of it. So I had to like change around some decks and guess as to what might work. And it just seemed really frustrating and I wasn't winning and I'm dyslexic. So if they change the interface, which they did dramatically with this update, whenever the heck this occurred... My brain's going to take a while to understand what I'm looking at and how it all relates. So part of that is just learning disability, you know. But the rest is, I do think Hearthstone, in general, is a game that frustrates people. Even people who are really good at it. I've seen streamers play that are fantastic at the game and still get really frustrated because of strange things that happen as you play or being matched with a player that shouldn't have had a card in their hand that it seems like they have and they weren't the player was not expecting the opponent to have that and it's just it's a little weird it's a little bit weird so eventually what i did is i just took my mage deck and i threw as many dragons in it as i could find and that seems to work a little bit it was enough so i could get five wins and get the card back and really that's all i want out of hearthstone so i might play it like a little bit every month and just get the card back because i really dig the art that's all i've done with other media honestly i haven't uh and I've been doing some work for pay. That's my day job or I write stuff for people's blogs. And I've been reading a lot of things online to see if I want to write about other stuff. And that's really about it. And that's pretty much going to bring us to the end of this episode of Shattered Soulstone. And I'll close out the show now. You have been listening to episode 292 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. 
Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as at the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your thoughts, contributions, questions, and feedback to our Twitter at Shattered Stone or Facebook at facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone. And you could also leave a comment on the website. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to episode 291. Nope, it's 292, isn't it? Let me try that again. Numbers. Numbers suck.